Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Did you guys add any new music into the library while I was away? Uh, we didn't. This was the last thing we added before you left, too, right? The Ninja, Ninja so, Gaiden train theme from so uh, Jake, the second one. Jake is like is rolling out the bangers early here. We got Airman. We had like the, oh, all yeah. the Mario themes. Like but we that. have a lot of bangers now. That's what you figure out. Because we even get later in the show and you're like, oh, yeah. You're like, okay. Did we, uh, I don't remember this. It's so funny because like you just take the music for granted and just like in one ear and out the other and you don't remember if stuff played or not. Do we still play Stovetop on the show or did we get rid of it? No, I, we don't play, but we didn't get rid of it. We would never get rid of it. Did we say we wanted to get rid of it during the music exodus of 2023? It would, it would never happen. No, zero percent chance. It would never, Jake, we would never we get rid of it. Jake, we don't play Stovetop anymore, right? Like, unless you and unless Nick and I say, hey, let's play that. We don't play it Jake, anymore. Why right? is that? Well, I think he actually does play it sometimes. Jake, I try to throw it in every now and then as a surprise. I don't think so. I don't think it makes the rotation. It has been a while. Ever. Yeah. Great. Well, well, we'll hear it in about three hours. Two left. Hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hear it at some point at some point during the show today. Uh, we'll hear from our pal, the whale capper, Drew Dinsick, coming up in 20 minutes. Pat Mayo to start hour number three, one hour from now. All our bets for tonight, NBA Summer League Championship game and Major League Baseball Power Hour, final hour of the show. We'll uh, we'll do like a little like the Europe discussion uh, in a little bit here, but we do have some breaking news in the National Football League. Uh, the franchise tag deadline has come and gone. And for people that are like, hey, why were you guys not covering it the entire show? Because it has really no relevance on anything. But we'll talk about it now because we actually have some news now. Um, and the news is, is that basically no one agreed to a long-term deal. Let's start with the Giants and running back Saquon Barkley. Uh, did not reach agreement on a long-term extension. Um, Barkley is expected to play this year, but is not expected to report um, training camp. Uh, probably won't report until right before the season starts. So maybe that makes you feel a little worse about the Giants in a year, Ken, where we did eight buckets. One of the first teams we did was the first team we did, right? The Giants. And uh, we came in way under what the uh, what the win total is posted at BetMGM. Now no Saquon for the entire summer. Not going to be a training camp. Maybe it makes you feel a little worse about the Giants. And then another team that is, well, this team's definitely not expected to be good. And that is the right. Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Actually, this team just sucks. Never mind. <laughs> this team's this team just really bad. Uh, last year's rushing champion, Josh Jacobs, was franchised by the Raiders, uh, did not reach an agreement. Jacobs and the Raiders did not. So Jacobs expected to play this year under the tag as teams just basically refused to to pay running backs. Um, and really, like, honestly, sucks for the human beings. But if you're the person in charge of the dollars and cents, why would you do that? Why would you? So you can understand that you can empathize with the human beings, but you can also understand the business side of it. I don't know if the Raiders one, Ken, is really that interesting because I think like you could put like Jim Brown just passed away, but like prime Jim Brown on the Raiders and they're still not going to be good because the team's not good and the coach is an absolute clown. The Saquon one is a little more interesting, right? Because he actually is like a pretty important piece of the Giants offense at a not important position. And this is a team that unfortunately for me as a lifelong Giants fan, now, we're a little pessimistic about coming into the year, and now, like, the centerpiece of the offense, along with the quarterback, Daniel Jones, very unhappy, may not be there until right before week one. Yeah, and just if you're – I think we had this happen a couple times last week, too, where there's this NFL news or college football news was the case last week with, like, Pat Fitzgerald or, you know, a couple other news stories that came out. And it's, you know, for whatever reason during the summer, there's a lot of these where you just go, like, wow, that's really interesting and and – this is a story that's worth following and it's really interesting to talk about. And from a sports radio standpoint, it's very interesting. And you just go like, all right, 
Does that change? And we'll do this when we do DeAndre Hopkins too with the Titans, and we'll also project the Titans season, which is a gambling exercise. Uh, but just like, all right, it was this before. Is it different now? Should it be different now? And in some cases, uh, you should say, oh yeah, like market should actually move based on this player signing or this player is not going to be there. And with these running backs, it's just like, well, this is really interesting. And it has like a fantasy application and it has a, just a, you know, we're all fans of the NFL, big fans of the NFL. And it's really interesting to think about. And at the same time, it's like, am I going to go open up a menu and click a button and place a bet because I read this story or because I read the story and I inferred that something was going to happen. And as of right now, with all of this, the answer is going to be no, because we don't really know where we're going. And also, as Nick just mentioned, like teams are all starting to take the same approach, which is to not spend a lot of money on quarterbacks. Like there were a few teams that were kind of the first to do this. And then it's, you know, running just backs. like with, with the, with, uh, sorry, with running backs, with the NFL, it's such a copycat league in terms of, you know, offenses or plays or like how teams are run. People see somebody do it and have a lot of success that everybody's going to start doing. And it seems like that's happening, right. With what's happening with the running, the devaluing of the running back position. So nothing that's surprising. I don't think anything actionable, um, mostly because even if you look at like individual accomplishments, you know, are these players that could win offensive player of the year or something like that? Saquon would be more likely than Jacobs because of team success. But even in Saquon's case, like you would probably prefer other options to him. Guy who's like a little injury prone. Do you really want to bet him before the year starts? Is the team really going to be good? We don't really know that kind of a middling win total. Um, so kind of like an interesting news not really betting application type thing, but something to continue following for both teams because they are both, I think we feel differently about both because we like the coach of one a lot and we hate the coach of the other, but they are sort of in the same neighborhood of, they're both expected to be below 500 teams. They obviously play in different conferences, so that probably affects the projection a lot, but they're both not supposed to be very good and they're both not supposed to make the playoffs. Um, and they're going to need all the help they can get, both of them, to have any chance to do that. And, you know, having a star at a position, even if it's running back, uh, can matter to some degree. So I don't think it's actionable. But, uh, you know, these are two teams where if you're a fan of those teams, you you want them to be as full strength as possible to have any chance of making it. Now, there, there may be a betting application here. And I want to read this tweet from Mike Garofolo, like senior reporter um, for, from NFL Media, the NFL Network. And uh, this is like his reporting in conjunction with Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network and, and Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. And I will read this. There will be no long-term deal between the Giants and running back Saquon Barkley before the 4 p.m. It's now 4.06 as we do this live here on this Monday before the 4 p.m. deadline. Barkley can only play on the tag, which pays $10.1 million. Not bad work if you can get it. Garofolo does add and ends the tweet with this. The question now is whether he'll be there to collect week one's installment. So it's my opinion, and I, I'm not in Saquon's head, and I, I don't know what he's going to do. I think after the Le'Veon Bell disaster, right, when Le'Veon sat out, when he's a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers, like tried desperately to kind of like take one for the team, right, and reset the running back market, failed. And like actually in the news today, Le'Veon Bell was when he's basically said like, I never should have left the Steelers. I should have handled that differently. You think that you should have handled it differently? Um, whether it's Giants beat reporters or national reporters, Ken, I think the thought is, is that Saquon's going to show up and play. Like, you're really going to, like, forfeit $10 million, like, to sit the year out and then play next year. But I think everyone's been very careful to say, like, it's not a lock. It's not 100% that Saquon Barkley is going to be there in week number one. Now, we can have a Giants win total conversation, seven and a half right now at BetMGM. Will they make the playoffs? No, minus 200 at BetMGM, yes, plus 165. At BetMGM, our show sponsor right now, you can bet, not like you can bet like a 
leap ton of money on it, but you can bet Saquon Barkley's rushing yards over under. That's listed right now at BetMGM, which is a little interesting, right? Given that he may not be there in week number one. He may be like, you know what? I'll see you at some point during the season. Uh, 999 and a half minus 110 each way is the posted total right now at the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. I can look up the Jacobs one as well. Um, I don't know if there's enough there, Ken, to make me think, well, he's not going to show up. I'm going to bet the under. But it's at least a little interesting, right, that it's not like he's showing up. There's, It does seem like there's a little bit of uncertainty there. And so that I, I is like, up right now. I like what you did there presenting the markets. I am obliged to point out, and I don't know if this is the case at MGM, and you can kind of fish around a little bit. In almost all situations with the player season-long prop, the one disclaimer that's listed is player must start week one for action. Usually that's the way it's put. Um, just to per- basically, and you're thinking the right way, you're thinking like a better, like is there a way to take advantage of this information? So that's really good. Sportsbooks, unfortunately, have kind of thought of this too in most cases. So, you know, but I, I'll, well, you know, so it sounds, oh, like Ken's dumping on this. There's nothing to do here. Not necessarily because what happens all the time is like fine print. Some places really publicize that and put it somewhere and some don't some like put it in the house rules and it's you have to dig through 17 paragraphs to see it and then the book will claim that when you're like hey i won this like why did you avoid this well it was in article e section seven you know the case of the people versus whatever it's like that's that's how they try to do it so it's just it can be kind of murky but i I like the way you're thinking like okay a story has come out is there anything actionable hey here's this market that is um, I would just like caution people who are like, think it's free money, right? Or something that a lot of times there's like hidden fine print on these things, season long props with players. They're sort of like notorious for, um, for like, you know, there are rules and you don't really know what the rules are and then you get burned by the rules. So that happens a little bit. I, the interesting thing to me though, whether that's true or not, whether this one's bettable on that information or not, the thing that's interesting to me is just like. It's kind of a low number anyway. <laughs> like it's kind of like for basically like sub a thousand for a guy who kind of like has a really, really, really high ceiling at least. Um, and the implication with a lot of those totals is if there are players who are really injury prone, um, though their number will be less. You know, if there's a, I'm trying to think, I don't bet like any of these. So I'm trying to think of like players who qualify, you know, like players who are frequently injured for whatever reason, you'll see that all the time with their, uh, with their market and how it's listed. So I just would caution people like, you've taken this in the complete right direction. Hey, there's news. What is the application? Is there a way to bet this right now? Cause it just came out and there is just like make sure or try to wherever you happen to bet, whether it's MGM or somewhere else, like what is the policy? If you're getting in, you know, a, a bet, just make sure that, uh, that it's the bet that you think it is. That would just be my I have to tell you, I'm having a great time right now. This is the first time in a month that I've been like exercise this part of my brain, like doing yeah. the show and I'm having a great time. I just wanted to say that, uh, you yes. better, you better hear with Nick we and back. Ken talking the breaking news yeah. and yeah, hashtag we back in the national football league, no long-term deals for Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders or Saquon Barkley of my New York football giants. So when we did eight buckets, when we started the exercise, uh, back yeah. in June, the giants were the first team that we did. And we came in pretty like low on the Giants. Yeah, uh, I can open it up real quick. I should have it up anyway because we're going to do it here in a second. So give me about thirty seconds. I'll have it open. But they were the first team, and we came in way under. Uh, Alex, Alex has we had six point eight wins for the Giants in the first eight buckets. Win total listed at at seven and a half. Um, have you, Ken? Have you bet the under on the Giants? Does this news on Saquon Barkley? If you haven't make you more likely to make that bet. Because even if he shows up and like, I, 
this is all very narrative-y, and I understand that. Yeah. But you are going to have... A he shows up and plays. He's going to be disgruntled. This is absolutely going to be... It's the New York media. It's the, former, the second overall pick in the draft in 2018. Loquacious guy, very media-friendly. Fans love him. This is going to be like a cloud hanging over this team's head the entire season, even if he shows up. To have you bet this under, and if you haven't, does this make you more likely to want to bet an under on the Giants, a team I think you and I already kind of felt like maybe trending in the wrong direction this year? Yeah, I know. They're such a tough team um, to want to bet under on, right? Because, And when we talked about them at the time, I just go, look, like, you know, this projection is going to be light. We did the exercise. Projection was light. And it's like, all right, well, why is that the case? And it doesn't have to be this way. It could be just be that our projection is different than our other people's and there's just disagreement. But it's just like, man, like the coach might actually just be the best coach. And, uh, to, you, to, you know, something that I think has come up a little bit before you got married, but it's been about a month. And I feel like I'm moving more and more toward this extreme. I've, I wouldn't obsessed is the wrong word because I'm not there yet. I've become so much more interested in viewing teams only by their coaching staffs and this for all, for all sports. It's been this like weird, I don't know, not a rabbit hole. Cause that almost implies that it's like weird and random or something, but just like a journey that I've been on intellectually for like a month where NBA been eating mushrooms probably, or no, before this, you make no, it I, there were no substances involved. Yeah. Just uh, protein shakes and, uh, and working out all the time. So natural stuff. Um, you're looking and, good you know, by the way. I, you're looking thanks. Trip. Yeah. We just, uh, even on this vacation, I don't weigh myself. Like I have an all summer. That's just like a mental thing. Like I know where I'm at. And when it's good and when it's not good and things are good. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just good. But good we got a lot of compliments wife. from people. My wife's doing really well. She was already looking really good, but she looks even better. She and, looked, uh, you guys both looked great at the wedding, by the way. You she were, looked well, great you. at Appreciate the wedding. That. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're doing great. But as part of like just, hey, it's the summer. I think a lot of people, especially people who bet sports or bet sports seriously or are just fans of sports. Look, it's a really slow ass time. You need something to fill all that time and you're either going to pick up a really random sporting event or you're going to think a lot about the sports that you were already really interested in anyway because now you have downtime to think about them and like the NFL is going to be everyone's first choice for that. So I just like a lot more about any season long bet that I place on a college football team, an NFL team, an NBA team, a baseball team, whatever. Like what is really how much can I learn about how functional or dysfunctional this organization is and this coaching staff is? And that was always some part with college football. It was one of the bigger parts. It's the only sport that that was true with how I bet stuff. I bet win totals in college football so much on the coach. That's the only sport where I really did that. And I was like, why don't I know more about NFL coaches and coordinators? Why don't I just know more? And we can do more of this, like, you know, obviously in the next hour and stuff, but just, it's become like something I'm extremely interested in, almost like a guiding principle more than other things to make decisions. And to just bring this back to the Giants really quick, which was the discussion, it's a little problematic for me to click a button on a team to be brutal that might have the best coach. And we don't know if he's the best coach, but there are very few people who can be the best coach, and he's one of them. <laughs> so like betting on a team to be bad that fits that description is a tough button to click. What about the Raiders? Easier button to click. <laughs> We'll, a lot. we'll talk more about the Raiders. And also, by the way, Tony Pollard and the Cowboys not reaching agreement on the front, uh, on a long-term deal either. We'll do that as we move along. Eight buckets as we move along. But coming up next, Drew Densick, the Whale Capper, stops by. A veritable sports betting potpourri.
We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.